If you like the Live Wild podcast and enjoy hunting-related apparel, I've got you covered. I just launched some great t-shirts, hats, and sweatshirts under my own Live Wild brand. You can find them now on my website, remywarren.com. I just want to say thanks again, everyone, for all the support, and I really hope you enjoy these designs as much as I do. Who knows? Maybe you'll head over to my website and find your next lucky hat. I'm Remy Warren, and I've lived my life in the wild. As a professional guide and hunter, I've spent thousands of days perfecting my craft. I want to give that knowledge to you. In this podcast, we relive some of my past adventures as I give you practical hunting tips to make you more successful. Whether you're just getting started or a lifelong hunter, this podcast will bring you along on the hunt and teach you how to live wild. This podcast is presented by Mountain Tough and Yeti. I partnered with Mountain Tough because a lot of the tactics and hunt styles I talk about in this podcast require you to be in the best physical shape you can. Their app is designed for hunters to get you ready for the backcountry or any hunt you have planned this fall. Yeti's been a longtime supporter of mine, and they make some of the toughest products out there that are built to last and they're built for the wild. Welcome back to the Live Wild podcast, everyone. I'm really excited because this week we're jumping into the summer prep series. And what we're going to be talking about is fitness, how to get you ready for the Elk Mountains, the Deer Mountains, whatever hunt you have coming up. I know a lot of success, especially on Western big game hunts, hinges on your ability to get to where the animals are and get them out of there. There's so many hunts where you might see something across a canyon. If you say, oh, that's too far, I can't get there. How am I going to pack it out? Then you've already limited the ways you can hunt and the places you can go. So by not having to say that, you really increase your chance of being successful. I'm really excited because this week we're talking with an expert, Dustin Diefenderfer from Mountain Tough Fitness Labs. He's here to kind of break down what you can do to get ready for this season. Well, Dustin, you are the first guest on this podcast. I'm really excited because I think this is what I wanted to do when I started this podcast was kind of give people the skills that they needed to be successful outside, like during the hunting season. And I think one of the things to be extremely successful is I think I attribute a lot of my success is just not having that quit, not being able to say something's too far and being able to get after it and to have that fitness level and ability but I know that not everybody can be out there every day. And so I think that being able to, to train people to be ready for the season is extremely important. And that's why I wanted to bring you in as an expert. I know a lot of people, you know, with the seasons coming up, are starting to think, okay, how can I get ready? What do I need to do? Um, but first, I want to talk about, a little bit about your background, how Mountain Tough got started, um, how you really got your start, and thinking about, you know, why it became important to you to get ready and prepare for the season. Yeah, it's an honor to be here, and I'm glad to hear you say that because Mountain Tough was started essentially for that same reason that I believed so profoundly that people need to spend more time getting ready, that that was kind of one of the ethos that Mountain Tough started on. And a lot of it was based on my background in being a Montana kid, grew up archery elk hunting with my dad, and then later on in life, I started getting into marathon running with my wife, and that led to ultra marathons. And what that kind of taught me was two major things. One was that running all the time in the mountains 
wasn't the optimal way to train. It was a very, very good way to train for Western big game hunting, but I didn't see it as optimal because too much running, although it was better than doing nothing at all, there was a weakness when it came to the heavy packs of packing that animal out. But the thing that ultra running through the mountains taught me a lot was how important mental toughness was. And so the mental toughness you get from running like 50 Ks through the Rocky Mountain West is very similar to the mental toughness you need to push one more ridge back or get an animal off the mountain. And so Mountain Tough's kind of like founding principles were around, can we teach someone to be mentally tough and make them more mentally tough, but also train them in a way like an NFL is going to train a wide receiver. We're going to train a backcountry hunter that specifically for that specific job. But in addition to the physical, we're going to make them extremely mentally tough. And in 2016, when these ideas were bubbling up, no one in the country was doing this and no one in the country was taking the training of a backcountry hunter that specific. And that's what we set out to do. And um, we set out to do it with a lab. So we have a lab in Bozeman where we test these concepts on hunters and military members all day long. And our filter is if if it works on the mountain, we keep it. If it doesn't, uh, we look for something else. That's awesome. Yeah, I know as a guide, I see like, so I'd, I'd have so many people that show up and they'd be like, okay, I, I did this, whatever it was. Like I've had guys that were like, okay, dude, I was in the gym and I was lifting all the time, right? And they come out and they start to hike and they're the first ones to crap out. Mm-hmm. And then guys are like, I was running all the time. And then they never thought about having a pack on. And as soon as they have 20, 30 pounds on their back, they're just gassed. Like they don't have, you know, the essentially the right muscle memory for doing that specific task. The task is having that endurance, being able to cruise up and down steep hills, mountains, and you're going to have a heavy pack on. Mm-hmm. And so combining all those things, you know, is, is really the perfect balance that we're trying to find as hunters. And whatever level you're at, you can always be a little bit better. Um, th- that's the one thing that I always try to stress is like wherever you are right now, yep. like, you can always do something better, be better. And, it's, and it translates into, one, having a more enjoyable experience, but two, you know, finding being able to hunt and use the tactics that you know work mm-hmm. and just having the endurance and the physical ability to do it. Yeah, it's a big deal. I think the hunters will have a way more enjoyable experience. They'll be way more successful. And I think they'll be a lot safer. They won't put like their lives at risk or their friends' lives at risk or just a situation where they might have to get pulled off the mountain because they weren't prepared. And I think the backcountry hunter, it's really interesting because the backcountry hunter is an athlete unlike anything else. And so every single professional sport and even the military, they train for the mission. So if you think about like a professional D1 college rower, they're doing very specific training to be very good at rowing. And then the military is doing the same thing for soldiers, but the backcountry hunter has those same kind of skill requirements that need to be trained to appropriately. And it's a unique athlete because one thing that makes it really unique is 
rugged terrain, high elevation. The thing that makes it stand out from other professional sports is multiple days. And so there's not many athletes that are used to training for multiple day events. That's a, a very small niche in the world is can you prepare your body for something hard that's going to last three to seven days. And then the thing that sets it apart from any, any other athlete in the world is even the military is not struggling with the heavy pack out. So the, uh, the heavy pack out, getting that very heavy pack back to the truck makes the backcountry hunter unlike any other athlete out there. And I think because of that, it's important to, to train with that mentality. Like, Hey, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to, I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to train for this mission, not go down the road of uh, random training. Yeah. I think one of the things that makes it difficult too, when you're talking about a hunter is, you know, you think about other athletes, other professions and you go, okay, well, the best way to be able to do something really well is to train by doing right. Because while you're doing it, you're gaining all the skills and, and things necessary. But then how do you translate to that to somebody that's like, Hey, I'm, I've got a nine to five job. I'm not a full-time elk guide or yeah. whatever, or I'm not, uh, I live somewhere where there aren't even mountains and I go out for uh, a one week, two week elk hunt every year. How do I prepare for that where I am right now? And kind of building those fitness models of like, this mimics this, this mimics this. So when you get out there, you have that muscle memory, you have that ability to continue to do the things that you need to do and be in the shape that it takes to, to accomplish what you need to on the hunt. Yeah, I think you nailed it when you said we need to have the mentality that no matter what, we're going to try to be better. Because if you live in a flatland scenario at low elevation, there's still so much you can do to be way better out west this fall. Um, the answer is not to do nothing. It's certainly there's a lot you can do to be way more prepared. And we see that a ton when folks are talking about elevation. So elevation is this scary thing for a lot of people coming out west for the first time or the second time because they know that elevation is real and it does cause them to physically struggle a lot. And so everyone's looking for this trick. You know, what can I do for elevation? How should I get ready for the elevation? And it's it's cool because all of like the science and all the research says like the best thing you can do is be as in good as physical condition as possible. Like you're not going to change the biology. So you need to, you need to be really prepared and be the most prepared you can. And that's going to set you up for success. That's awesome. Well, I think it'd be fun. I say, let's break down some like take home tips that guys at home right now listening can say, okay, I can go out and do this. And this is going to be, kind of like setting out a almost like a fitness plan of like here's some things to focus on to prepare you for the upcoming season awesome yeah let's just kind of break down what it takes to get into shape for the upcoming hunting season for sure i think the first thing is that you can never start early enough. And so one thing that we see a lot in the Bozeman lab is that athletes always find us a little too late. And there's never a time that's too late. You should always do what you can, but we always encourage hunters to start early. And the reason 
of that is that the cardio adaptations and the muscle adaptations that they need to start building to get ready for the mountains take time. And there's no way to advance that. It's just the way that it works. And so to have like really strong cardio and really um, build up the muscles in their legs to get ready for hunting season, some of those processes in our body can take uh, 12 weeks. And so when they're looking at their hunts in September and October and November, they need to start planning accordingly. And if you like are hunting in September, you need to start training right now. You don't want to wait any longer to start that process. And what we see a lot is that starting now can lead to a couple questions. Like I get the question a lot of, I don't have gym equipment. I don't have access to a gym. And I think that the best thing you can do is absolutely start today and start with what works for you. So we find a lot of success with people getting really good training with body weight programs now, and then they're able to move to like a kettlebell training program. They're able to do that all in their home. They're able to do that on the road in hotels so that nothing's stopping their training between now and September. And then they can go to the next step as we get closer to September and start going into that heavy pack training. So as we get closer to our hunts, then we start being more mission specific. And when you're further back, it's more about the cardio and strength adaptations that you need. But closer to the event is where hunters will want to get more mission specific, which for us is that heavy pack training and getting the body used to that heavy pack. But more than anything, uh, a huge tip and tactic is to start now, start early, and don't wait, and and get the training started. Awesome. What uh, what would you say? Like, if okay, if we start, what are some exercises that like? Okay, this is something to start with, and then what does that start to build? Like, what are we focusing on? Obviously, you know, our legs are carrying us through the mountains. We're going to need some endurance. So maybe a couple tips on. Okay, how are we starting to build that leg, leg strength? How are we starting to kind of like, what's that starting point for somebody that's just like, okay, I've got an elk hunt, it's mid-September. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I start today to start building that? And then let's go into what are we going to start doing for that heavy pack training? Yeah, what athletes are going to want to start doing is to get a, get away from a lot of the traditional strength training. And the reason because of that is hunting is all about single leg strength and nothing is balanced and nothing is even. And so big, like the three big mistakes that you see over and over and over again in Western big game hunting and preparation is too much bodybuilding. So folks will think going to the gym is the solution and they'll go to the gym and fall back to like traditional bodybuilding type strength movements. Um, Or they'll go the other direction, which is way just too much cardio and no strength at all. And then, or they won't train at all. And so we always are trying to tackle those three mistakes based on getting them focused on a lot of single leg movements and stability. So if uh, someone's at home and they want to start right now and they have no gear at all, it's going to be a lot of lunges and a lot of single leg work because the mountain doesn't care 
if you're strong like in a back squat position with both legs it wants a lot of uh, single leg stability which you'll see in the hills with a new hunter that hasn't trained well it's um it's like weak knee stability weak hip stability weak ankle stability uh, because they haven't done much in their life just on one leg and so we're encouraging all of our like beginner athletes to focus on single leg stability which is usually like a, a single leg lunge you can do body weight forward lunges reverse lunges and then single leg step ups and then once you add the heavy pack training to that it kind of takes it to a whole new level so we'll add the pack but we're still focusing on uh, single leg stability the most and what we're really looking for is not single leg muscle. We're looking for single leg muscle endurance because hunting is an endurance sport. And so they need strong legs, but they need to be uh, heavy on the endurance side so that they can go hour after hour after hour. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that, you know, until like you guys have studied this. And so you have this huge background of like, actual information and how to think about it and just when you like say that i think about the times that i've been guiding and the thing that a lot of people that happens to so many people is will be side healing and they're like my knees Mm -hmm. my knees and it's because it's like okay it's not really any different than anything else and it's probably not the joints it's not that you have weak knees it's that you have weak stability like all those little muscles get fatigued and then you're something that's not meant to control your body is now in charge of keeping you on the mountain and keeping you safe and it just fatigues yeah and so just even building that little bit of endurance in that that single leg strength i think the guys that have those problems like oh my ankles my knees my my whatever those little pinch points are it alleviates so many of those pinch points have yeah. you guys noticed that oh yeah for sure because i think the the hip knee ankle connection is really powerful so all three of those joints are working together and to, to stabilize one side of your body. And so we've seen that over and over again where someone's uh, hip will start bothering them during like heavy pack workout, but it's not really because their hip is weak, it's because like their knee and ankle stability is really bad. And so we'll spend a lot of time with them doing like band work to build that knee and ankle stability just so that they can start to feel better in their hips because all of these things are so interconnected. And most athletes are very used to training on flat, even ground. And so getting out, getting out wherever you can in the country and getting on some uneven ground is going to make a huge difference. And that, that stabilization is the cool thing about stabilization is, is it is one of the things that athletes can gain way faster than the other pillars of fitness so there's pillars of fitness that are like cardio strength endurance muscle endurance but there's one called neuro recruitment which is getting your muscles to fire fire properly given the circumstances and stability is like the first one that you'll get that's why you'll see people for example like a slack line in someone's backyard the slack line will be a big problem the first three times you try it. But like by the end of the day, you can master that slack line. 
it's because neural recruitment happens super fast with um, stability firing. Your body just needs a little time to get used to it. So if a hunter can get that stuff firing before they show up for their hunt, they'll feel so much better. So from stability, then where would we kind of go from there? So we, we've gained the stability. We're starting to build that leg strength. Uh, what are some other things that we're going to want to add into the, like our, our regimen? So the other thing that athletes will want to focus on for sure is mental toughness. And that's one of the things that isn't spoken about a ton in like fitness training, but for us, we think it's the most important. And so we talk about it as just do hard things and do hard things often as you're preparing for these trips because we want them to be ready to mentally push through adversity. And it's the hardest thing to train, I think, because in today's world, you have to artificially create it, but it's going to be a game changer for them when they, when they come out on these hunts. And I, I know it's unrelated than from the physical training, but it's very synergistic and connected. So just doing a really hard, nasty workout is going to make that hunter more mentally tough and more prepared for this trip than, than not doing something hard. But we're trying to build that grit and resilience and perseverance before they ever even show up on this hunt so that they have that mentality of, like, I'm not going to quit. I am going to push one more ridge back. I am going to sit here and weather this storm. I'm not going to go home a day early. For us, that in all of our research, when we research what is really setting apart a consistently successful backcountry hunter from someone who is not consistently successful, like, hands down, the biggest factor is mental toughness. And so as they're preparing for this trip and starting now and starting early, it, it's good to start now thinking about how important it is to think about it more than physical. It's, it's largely mental. And so you don't want to focus on one of those things and not the other. And so we, we spend a lot of time on the phone just telling folks to, to get outside and do something hard and it has to be harder than the normal so a little harder than things they've done before but if they can do some of those things now they'll be setting themselves up for success yeah the importance of that i think is just i i I tell this story a lot because it's just something that sticks in my mind of the fact that we can do a lot of things that you know you just push past it and just keep going and your body is capable of a lot of things. I know one thing that I always think about. I was guiding these two people. It was a, it was a, a essentially a father and a son. And the father was like a sixty-year-old farmer that had worked his entire life. Just he was a hard dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yep. he'd lived a full life, and he was not in very good shape at all. Like you look at him and you go, like this guy's overweight. There's like we're gonna be waiting on him. His son was, I think, twenty years old. Like worked out every day yeah you know could i mean physically probably could do could have probably walked me into the ground but you know like just had no mental toughness and about day three of the hunt the dad was always you know we were he was keeping up with me 
you know, he just like could not be like, no matter what, he would puke <laughs> before he would slow down. And the, and the younger guy was so far back, like he, he essentially gave up. He's like, I'm done hunting. Like, this isn't for me. I, he just like, he gave up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, here's somebody that physically could outcompete this other person, half the, like a third of the age, way better shape. And yet this guy had it in his head that he wasn't going to quit and he didn't. And he was able to keep up and do everything, you know, and just keep pushing. Yeah. And it's like the, the difference between those two things is, is incredible. And that happens on so many hunts. We have the, for the most part, most of the people that we take out and you see this on sheep hunts a lot, like the guys that aren't successful or the guys that just gave up. Mm -hmm. It's not that they couldn't do it. It's just that they, they felt in their head, they couldn't do it. Yeah. And they, and they, because they hadn't really, factored in that it's going to be hard thing and instead of being like oh it's going to be hard and being afraid of it being hard preparing yourself like you say of doing things that are hard and knowing that you can get get through them in in little tasks every day i think that's such a big thing that people don't necessarily think about when you look at the whole picture of being physically ready mm-hmm. um, a lot of it comes to being mentally ready as well yeah it's it's huge it's it's probably equally if not more important than the physical so from, from going to, we've got our stability, we're starting to build that strength. Okay, now what's some things that we're going to want to incorporate for that uh, heavy pack? And maybe, maybe we go, what would be the next step? Maybe kind of building that endurance, like continuing. I know the one thing, like when, I'm, when I've been out for surgery or something, and it's like, okay, getting back into it, you don't realize um, it takes a little while to get back into the habit of things that even you used to do every day, yeah. right? Like building that repetition, building that habit of doing it, and then building that endurance as well. So what would be kind of the next step going from the things that we have to kind of continuing on this path of preparing for a hunt this season, next season, whatever we got coming up? Yeah, the next big step is going to be like building that chassis. So we call it the chassis because you have your core and then you, but you also have like your, the, your lower back core and then your core. But what we see over and over again is there's a big difference between athletes that have built their chassis and have it. And the easiest way to run that test is with the heavy pack. And so like, as we're going through these tips, it's, it's starting early start building single leg strength and endurance. And um, there's a lot of different movements that folks can be doing for that. But the important thing is focusing on single leg strength and endurance and stability. But the next big tip that has to be done to change the game on a hunt is building that chassis. And building that chassis for us means getting that body used to that heavy pack. Because a heavy pack is different for each person where like packing in camp with a 50-pound pack is going to be a big problem for a lot of people and that haven't prepared. And it's going to be a devastating problem when it, if it's a 100-pound pack after a harvest. And this is an eye-opening thing that we see in the Bozeman lab all the time. So we're doing studies every day on tons of different athletes and like you said, some of these athletes are beasts. They are physically able to do anything until we put a heavy pack on them. And the reason is because the heavy pack brings demands that a gym equipment can't replicate. And so you'll see that in the mountain all the time where you'll have uh, a phenomenal 
athlete that comes on a hunt and they can stay with you all day long in the mountain and then you put that heavy pack on them and they just completely bonk it's because the gym equipment and the cardio equipment and the weights and the dumbbells can't replicate the instability that the heavy pack brings it's a pretty unique problem and so the only way to really get prepared for that is to start doing that now and start getting your body used to that and so we always recommend a lot of rucking periodization so we'll have people start small and keep ramping up that mileage and so we'll have people throw on a 30 to 50 pound pack if they're a beginner and then get them out in the hills preferably but on the road if they can't get in the hills and it, we're going to take them from three miles and then we're going to go to five miles to six miles to eight miles because a big part of that is they need to get off this mindset that like an hour workout is not going to prepare you for a 12-hour event and a 12-hour event is a backcountry hunt so being in the gym for an hour every day is not the optimal solution and so the nice thing about having folks get out and do heavy pack walks once a week is they're building that chassis and they're getting their core ready to stabilize that pack but they're also getting their mind past this idea that like these are hour long events. So <laughs> that's the approach we always take. And then we just start ramping up that weight and ramping up that mileage. And then we're always shooting for a sub 15 minute mile. So if they can put on a 50 pound pack and go out on a six mile walk and each mile is less than 15 minutes, um, they're going to feel really good in the, in the hills out west this fall. That's awesome. So I think in summary for someone that wants to start training for Western big game hunting, and, and they should, I mean, preparation is so important. The, the big buckets they're going to want to focus on for sure is they have to start now. So you got to start now. Don't wait. Uh, you're going to want to start this training early because these adaptations take time, and the more time you have, the better. So don't wait and start now and do whatever it takes to start now and i think that the possibilities are endless there you can train at home you can train at a gym um, you can train in the morning you can train in the evening you're going to want to do whatever it takes to start and make that a daily process because not only is your body starting to get ready through that process it's a big thing for you mentally too because you're mentally doing something a little harder each day through your training. And then you're going to want to take it one step up because in addition to the physical, you have to get your mind ready to do mentally hard things. You have to start building that mental toughness and resiliency right now. And so mental toughness is going to be the thing that makes you more successful on the mountain maybe more than the physical and so you're going to want to do hard things this summer to build that perseverance perseverance that you're going to need this fall and then in summary the, the last big thing for sure that we see missing over and over again that we want to encourage all folks to start is that heavy pack training so that you can build that chassis to have your body ready to handle the demands of a heavy pack so you're going to want 
to be used to your pack, how the waist belt f- feels, how the shoulder straps feel, know where the pain points are, get that pack adjusted, but you're also getting your body ready to stabilize that heavy pack, which is really, really difficult to do in a traditional gym setting. So for sure, like at least once a week, uh, we want you out there with a heavy pack on. Thank you, Dustin, so much for coming by and just like giving us those basics for that. And I know, you know, you have the lab where you study all these things and study the ways that hunters can be better. And then you also have a program that you set up, which I think is pretty incredible because, you know, seeing that and just interacting with so many hunters that are going on their first hunt and they're like, what do I do? And that was part of the reason I wanted to partner with you guys because I said like, I'm giving a lot of tips and tactics, but I am not an, I'm an expert at big game hunting, killing elk, killing deer. (laughs) That's what I'm really good at. Yeah. And you know, the fitness portion is really important to me, but I also do it every day, all day long. Like, you know, so how do I translate that to somebody that's saying, Hey, I'm going on a hunt and I need the process, like the day-to-day process. And so you guys have studied it and then you kind of built out this program to essentially get somebody to that level so they're prepared for their hunt. So just let's talk a little bit about that process and that program. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty amazing now in terms of what we're able to do in Mountain Tough Plus. And so Mountain Tough Plus is kind of a accumulation of the last four or five years of research on the backcountry hunter. And so one thing that was one of our founding principles for sure with Mountain Tough was you train no matter what. So no matter what the circumstances, you find a way to train. And Mountain Tough Plus is unlimited content across all of our training programs for the backcountry hunter. And what I mean by that is we know that there's folks that can train in their living room. So there's body weight programs, there's kettlebell, kettlebell, kettlebell programs, there's heavy pack programs, all that can be done at home in your living room all on the native app, so you can do it on iPhone, Android, smart TV. There, it encompasses everything. So what we've done in Mount Tough Plus is taken that approach of we're going to train this athlete to our best possible ability. And for us, that means there's preseason training, there's in-season training, there's post-season training. So like what a hunter should do before, after, and in-season and we're going to accomplish that goal with or without gear. So we know some people are on the road and they don't have gear. Uh, we're still going to train them as a hunter, which is awesome. So it, it's all in there. It's all in Mountain Tough Plus. It's all uh, unlimited content on that subscription. And the exciting thing for us now is the the program is robust enough that it covers the elite athlete all the way down to someone who's never trained before. So now in Mountain Tough Plus, you'll have a foundation program. So if you have never trained before or you are coming off the couch, you're coming off an injury, um, we have a full foundation program that'll build you up as a backcountry hunter and get you ready for the next step. And all of these are fully coached so you can be in a basement hit play on mountain tough plus on a smart tv 
and we're going to coach you through like that whole foundation program. Uh, three Mountain Tough coaches are going to coach you through. So it's almost like you're in there at the lab with us. Um, but you can do it all from home with, with very little gear, or you can go all the way up to our more sophisticated programs that are more designed for like an elite athlete that's going to uh, have you in a gym on full gym equipment, but still enc encompassing the heavy pack workouts. That's so cool. I, I mean, there's nothing else like it out there, and it's something that's like, as a hunter, you're like, all right, okay, I, I could go to the gym or I could do this thing. But I know for me, just like coming off an injury and having that like a little bit of assistance, like, okay, how do I get back into this? Because I haven't been able to do the things that I used to be able to do, mm -hmm. right? And just kind of like building that foundation again. And I don't know, it's just for me, it's especially just having that like guidance and the, it's almost like an accountability. It's like, okay, go, you can go on and you can, you can prepare for something that you're excited to prepare about. The way that I think is like, I could go on a, a nature hike tomorrow, right? And it means nothing to me. But if I'm like, I am training for an elk hunt, then I take it to a different level. Different like it level. just, it makes it so much easier, so much better. Like the same thing with uh, working out or whatever. It's like, hey, I have this goal in mind. And, and this is a way that you guys have like figured out to get somebody to that goal. And I think that it's, it's a pretty cool thing. And I know one of the things like, the reason that I wanted to partner with you guys, uh, people could listen to this podcast and be like, oh, it's, a, it's just a big ad and it's, it's not, because it's something that I truly believe in mm -hmm. and you guys have done an incredible job with it. And I just think that there, there's so many people that can really benefit from this program. And I think that one of the things that you guys said, like, uh, I mean, I think it's been awesome to kind of work together on a lot of stuff and you guys are like, Oh, we really love live wild podcast. We want to help your listeners. And I thank you guys so much. So you guys are giving essentially six weeks free of the program, which I was, I was like, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> like even before I was like, we don't have to do that. You're like, no, I really want to do that for your listeners because I think it's like an awesome thing. You guys appreciate what I'm doing and I appreciate what you're doing. So thank you guys so much. So you can just use code live wild and they'll go on and they can get essentially six weeks, which will bring them into from now, pretty much bring you into the middle of September for free, which is yep. pretty crazy. Like, thank you guys so much for doing that. I, I really appreciate you guys doing that. Like, that's above and beyond anything that you would need to do, and I just thank you guys for that. Because I think that it is something that if you're a hunter and you're listening, and like whether you do it all the time or not, having that foundation and, and that program to get to that place, like so many people feel lost with it. And it's the number one question that I get asked. Like, all this stuff's cool, but how do I? And I'm like, I don't know how to get you there. I know how I got there, and it's probably not, but I know somebody that knows how to get <laughs> you there. And that's one of the things that I think is so cool about what you guys are doing. So thank you guys again. Like, I really appreciate that you guys doing that for everybody that's listening. Uh, that means a lot to me. So thank you. And, um, you know, I, I encourage everybody to go check it out. And, you know, it, hopefully, like, it's something, I think it's something. You know, it's summertime. You think about, okay, if you've got a September elk season, is it too late? It's never too late, but it's going to be something too of like thinking about, you're like, oh, I don't have any hunts this year. I'm not going like seriously start now because the things that you're learning now, the things that you're, the habits and those kind of things, it's going to, I mean, I promise you when you get in the, on the mountain, it's going to directly translate to your experience and your success. For sure. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you. And, oh, I need an awkward ending to the podcast. Uh, until next week, everyone. What do we, you, you can do the awkward ending. <laughs> see, it's so fun. It's like just throw out anything and you just see if it sticks. It's like spaghetti on the wall. Be good.
Be uh, good. <laughs> Be good, everyone. <laughs> Catch you all later. Stay dangerous. Stay dangerous. That's a good one, dude. I might keep that one. Stay dangerous. I like it. <laughs>